Hello and welcome to the Dictionary of Moments podcast. I'm your host, Jason Geary, and thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the Dictionary of Moments. I'm recording on a very sunny Saturday afternoon here in Melbourne, Australia, and you can hear uh, the birds outside my garage chirping wildly in the trees, and I couldn't think of a more perfect way to launch the Dictionary of Moments. What is the Dictionary of Moments? To be honest, this is the second run at the Dictionary. It was a project that I used to manage many, many years ago, nigh on 10 years ago, uh, kind of before podcasts were a thing. I had a WordPress site up, yes, good old WordPress back in the day, and I would collect stories based on single words with the aim of creating a dictionary where one might look up a word and rather than find the meaning, you will find a piece of microfiction inspired by it. The project gained momentum. Uh, back then, I had uh, maybe uh, 20 or 30 different writers on the project. Uh, they would send pieces in. I would write original stories. Everything was going fine. And then my WordPress site was hacked by pirates and they locked me out of it and wanted me to pay money to get back into it. And that was that. If you're listening to this and you are one of the writers who contributed to the old Dictionary of Moments project, thank you so very much. Uh, it is something that I've been meaning to get back off the ground since then. I finally got my domain name back. Uh, it was all released. It all happened a while ago. Uh, and I've been wanting to relaunch the project ever since. The very exciting thing that has happened in the time span between the first iteration of the dictionary happening and this new one is, of course, podcasting. I'm very excited and terrified uh, to put out my stories as a podcast, but uh, I've been inspired by so many people recently uh, putting out their own creative work, coming up with shows, reading poems on Facebook that I thought, why not? Why not just put it out there and see what happens? So the Dictionary of Moments will not only be a project that will happen online where you can go and read the stories, but it will be a podcast. So without further ado... Uh, let's get into what the podcast will be week in, week out. Thank you so very much for taking the time to tune in to the Dictionary of Moments. You can read the stories at dictionaryofmoments.com uh, and that's it. <laughs> okay, here goes. Welcome to the Dictionary.
boat. Noun. A vessel for transport by water. Boat. He pulled the oars from the water. Small drops rushed off the end in a last desperate attempt to rejoin the body of water from which they had been dragged. Muted thuds told him that the oars had found their haphazard resting place in the bottom of the boat. Then, silence. He tilted his head back to look at the stars. From the middle of the lake he could see tens of thousands of stars burning white, pink and yellow, beauty above. He let his focus fall soft, took a deep breath, felt his body relax, and he gave permission to the stars to dance for him. Shy at first, they only moved a little. Bit by bit, the star's confidence grew, and soon he was watching a heavenly ballet. Chaos, order, everything in between. Tonight, sailors across the globe would be lost to the seas so he could find his truth. Tonight, the sky agreed to be his. Constellations moved from their resting places to form a man and a woman. The two stood close. They looked longingly towards each other as the stars came to rest. He felt panic rise in his heart. What if these new constellations were doomed to be apart, longing like this for eternity? He took another deep breath. The chill from the fresh water he was drifting on filled his lungs. It chased away the dark fog of panic. It offered clarity. He looked back at the couple in the stars as they began to come together. This time, the movement was slower. It was as if the stars themselves was savouring this moment. The couple moved into a warm, comfortable embrace. Each star gave a short, sharp pulse as it reached its final resting place, and he found himself looking at a new constellation. A constellation that will defy the ages, inspire lovers, and be the muse for poets from this moment forward. He took another deep breath. This time, despite the chill of the air coming off the water around him, he felt warm all over. Sudoku. Noun. Buying reading material and piling it up. Sudoku. Leanne threw her keys down on the dresser and dropped her bag down onto the bed. She took off her sweater in one smooth movement and found herself looking at the vent above the bed once her head was free of the polar fleece. Four dark, parallel lines in the off-white plasterboard of her bedroom that flowed to the exterior, allowing air to circulate. She noticed a small crack had opened at the bottom right corner, linking the two bottommost vents and dragging a further two centimetres down into the plasterboard below. Damn, she cursed to herself. Then she yelled down the hall, That crack looks bigger! The one on the vent! Her housemate yelled back. The disembodied voice was doing its best to sound interested. Oh, shit! Well, you'll have to call someone! Leanne yelled back. 
I just had Justin out to look at the foundations. He said they were fine. Maybe get a second opinion. Justin's nice and all, but we both know he's more brawn than brains. Leanne thought about Justin. She became flushed as his silhouette flashed through her mind. She was right. More brawn than brains. Okay, Leanne yelled back down the hall. I'll call someone tomorrow. I'll Google it. Leanne opened her bag onto the bed, not giving the small crack in the wall another thought as she proceeded to unpack the trophies from her shopping sojourn. Two new pens, a notebook, a new keep cup to replace the one that she had left at work today, and three new books. Leanne looked through her new books one by one. The first was orange and had a title comprised of big, bold, black letters. The power of now, the art of getting shit done. The second was more substantial, a hardback with a dust cover. Depicted on the cover were the streets of Paris, with long bolts of red fabric dramatically flowing down the centre of the rues and boulevards like rivers of blood. The author's name was larger than the title and in flowing gold font. The book was called Fashion Assassin, the true story of Paris's first lady of footwear. The final book was white with a thin line across the middle. Above it, in neat, small font, it read, Transcendental Clean, Decluttering the Mind and the Home. Leanne looked at her bedside table. It was covered in books, all precariously balanced. She counted 14 books and sighed. She didn't know what caused her to sigh, but she suspected that it was embarrassment. All the knowledge in the world, the weight of 10,000 thoughts and ideas piled up in a bedside monument of shame. She figured she should try to place these new books at the bottom of the pile to read the books she'd already bought first. However, she didn't want to disturb the delicate forces keeping this monstrosity upright. She decided to take the easy route. One by one, she placed the books onto the pile. As she set the first, she heard a groan. Her stomach? No, she hadn't felt anything. With the second, she heard a creak from the floorboard beneath her bedside table that echoed inside the wall. She placed the final book. She heard a tiny pop from above her head. She saw white, dandruff-like flakes of plaster fall onto the back of her hand. She looked up. The crack in the wall had grown longer and wider. She gulped, then shouted back down the hall, You want to borrow some books? Nah, replied the voice from the hall. I don't read. To turn or whirl round quickly. Spin. She grabbed him by the shoulders and looked deep into his eyes. Instantly, he knew what was about to occur. He braced himself as he felt her grip tighten and he brought his hands up to mirror hers. 
This drew their faces closer together than they had been for days. He resisted the urge to lean in and kiss her. It wasn't the time. Instead, he just tightened his fingers to match the pressure he felt from her. He saw her brow raise slightly in a way that said, You better be ready, because I ain't waiting. He was always ready. This was one of his favourite things to do. His smile betrayed the fact, and it was the only signal she needed. She threw her weight back and simultaneously their hands slid down each other's arms until they were both leaning backwards, gripping each other by the wrists. Stillness. They were in perfect counterbalance. If either let go, the other would fall. Neither wanted to. This was just the beginning. They looked deep into each other's eyes and they both smiled. With that, they started to spin. Slowly at first, then faster and faster, never breaking eye contact, never disconnecting. The world around them became a blur. The only thing that was in focus was each other. Just how they liked it. Inertia was sucking them further apart, and they felt their grip slipping. They continued to look into each other's eyes, laughed, and enjoyed the ride, waiting for the inevitable, painful separation to come. your three stories for this week. You can find them all to read at dictionaryofmoments.com. I want to take a moment to say thank you with all of my heart to The Heartstrings Project. The beautiful music that you have heard in the podcast has been generously donated by this talented duo. I would appreciate it if you went to your favorite music service, and followed the Heartstrings Project. They have a couple of songs up there with more to come. They are divine and beautiful, and I can't I can't put into words, ironically, how much it means to have their music on this wordful podcast. Is wordful a word? It is now. It probably still isn't, actually. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's it. Uh, of course, I am terribly nervous putting this sort of stuff out into the world. Uh, I hope you enjoyed my stories and there is something that you can do for the podcast. If you can log into Apple and leave a review uh, and rate the podcast, of course, that helps so much for a brand new podcast. Tell your friends if you enjoyed it. Um, I'd love to build a, uh, a dictionary of moments audience that come back week after week. If you would like to get in touch with the Dictionary of Moments, you can follow the Dictionary on Facebook or via Instagram. Uh, you can direct message me there. Or if you want to do it old school, you can hit me up at podcast at dictionaryofmoments.com. Thank you so much for taking a risk on the dictionary. I hope with all of my heart that you enjoyed it, and I hope to be able to read you stories next week. Goodbye.
float down life's long stream in peace. I'll follow you blindly, my eyes.